This is the Sold School Podcast, Episode 6. Welcome to the Sold School Podcast. I'm your host, Will Mansoor. This is my co-host, Sean Getty. What's up, Sean? What's up, what's up? Today, we are talking about commissions. It's Commission Talk Wednesday, and this is why there is a lot of conversation going around about commissions, and there's a lot of different ways commissions can be spoken about. So in this episode, we are going to speak about commissions. And don't forget to stick around to the end because we're going to give you a little hack that we've used in the past to make sure that you are very comfortable when talking about commissions to whoever it is you're talking about. So without further ado, (laughs) let's get into this. Sean, you ready? Let's go. Let's go. Commissions is a funny thing to discuss. It's funny. It's brutal. It's uncomfortable. It's exciting. It's all kinds of things, right? So uh, what I want to touch on is a number of different ways that you can discuss commissions with your clients. And there are a number of different people who you're going to be discussing com- discussing commissions with. That's a tongue twister. Holy shit. So, <laughs> So anyways, uh, one of the things that we'll start with is brokerages. And so with brokerages, uh, the biggest thing people ask, and it's funny because new agents who don't know fuck all about real estate are in there trying to negotiate with a broker and say, give me 100% commission. I don't want to give you anything. Uh, So let's talk about the brokerage side of commissions, Shauner. What are are your thoughts on brokerage commissions? Because we have our own, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, you have to have it, obviously. And uh, the way that I've always looked at it, like when you look at the brokerage, there's two kinds. There's the high fee, high service, low fee, low service. And they all work out to be about the same once you kind of tack in everything. So like, you know, there's ways to do it in splits where there's a high split, there's a high desk fee, there's a mix between a medium desk fee and a medium split. Sorry. And then... um, yeah, but they kind of all work out to the, the bigger ones, the more expensive guys work out to about 20000 a year. <laughs> so $20,000 a year. And uh, they give you like your website, your CRM training, support and help. And then the low fee, low service ones are like four to 7000 a year. But then there's no website, no support, no help, no mentorship. And you end up buying all those things and you end up at around 20000 a year as well. So no matter which way you go, you're, you're paying. <laughs> no matter what you win. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, one of the things... Uh, a lot of brokerages do is they they give you the tiers. So they'll say, okay, you're on a 60-40 split. And then once you've, you've earned $130,000 of GCI, you go up to an, an 80-20 or a 90-10. And then they'll even yeah. further escalate that. Uh, and, and what I always say is, you know, you're, if you're if the, the brokerage you're working for is making money off of you, uh, then, hey, kudos to them. But uh, I always laugh when I always I hear these guys that work for Remax and Royal LePage and uh, God love them. I worked at, at Royal LePage for 16 years. And when you're you're bragging about making 500,000 GCI and being a red diamond guy, you know what I hear? You're paying your broker too much fucking commission, right? Because I <laughs> yeah. know how those guys are. I don't even hear a red diamond or whatever the, the friggin' useless piece of paper is. I hear yeah. you just told me that you paid your brokerage I had shitload of commission and, uh, and that's okay. If you want to give away your money, Hey, go and give away your money. 
But as far as I'm concerned, as entrepreneurs, we're in this business to make money, not to give it away. So uh, broker splits are kind of neat. Some are really, uh, they can get really creative with their splits. And within broker splits, you also have team splits. So let's talk a little bit about team splits. What what are your thoughts on team splits? Because you've run teams in the past. Yes, absolutely. So uh, team splits, you got to be really careful on. And you got to make sure you're getting what you're actually going to be expecting to get. Because most teams are going to take around 50% commission, right? Give or take. And uh, nine, I don't know if 90, but maybe even more. Virtually all of what I see out there is teams are just providing leads for that split and a very little bit of mentorship. And uh, you end up paying half your commission away for literally online leads that you could buy yourself for like $500 or $1,000. Yeah. So if you guys are looking. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I started to cut you off. I was going to say it's crazy because the leads that they get that are shit get filtered down to those people on the team and the actual good leads from what I know from, from other uh, team leaders, they go to the brothers, the sisters, the, the good friends, the high producing agents. They're not giving those guys $3 million lead, hot leads. They're giving them, hey, go call these 20 guys. And if you get something out of it, great. I'm going to make you go through blood, sweat, and tears. And then when you actually do get a deal, I'm going to take 50 points of it. So um, yeah. I, I, uh, I, I'm not a big fan of that. I've never been on a team. Uh, and I, I have the mindset, as you know, is I'd rather teach and give our people the tools so they can generate their own leads using their own spend and keep their money, right? That's right. Um, and that's, because that's the new age teams. New age teams. It's a collaboration group. But the other thing about teams, and you know, I apologize I'm stepping on anybody's toes here, is you know, what happens if the, the leads all come through the team leader and the team leader gets hit by a bus and you know, all these other agents that are here are, are 100% dependable on getting leads from that source, you're screwed. Your source is dead. So is your business. So if you, you want to learn how to grow, you got to learn the business. I, you know, a lot of agents are like, I don't want to learn any of that. I want someone just to, to give me deals and I can just go and be a transactional door opener and ask how nice the kitchen looks. And, and what do you think of the wallpaper? And would you like to put an offer in? Like, you're not in business. You're an employee if you have that mindset. So we'll switch gears a little bit here. And um, we're going to talk about uh, selling commission now, uh, the dreaded listing presentation with, so Will, so Sean, what's the commission? And uh, this, this is one that a lot of people start knocking knees and have bruises between their knees because they're like, uh, uh, well, I, I was going to say 5%, but how about three, you know, and they yeah. just get nervous. So uh, you're going into a listing presentation. You're sitting down with the seller and this question comes up. What does Sean yeah, Getty man. do when this gets presented to him? This is a great question. And uh, what happens you. is it, it <laughs> and it's, it's, it's going to come up super often, obviously. Yeah. So um, for, for us, the way that we do our listing presentations is obviously through value. And the commission should be the last thing that comes up. And I would say more often than not, uh, they don't even ask me what the commission is. They're usually like, you know, the presentation that I'm leaving, I'm sending the contract. They're like, oh, by the way, what's the commission? So just to, to segue that, if you do this, if you do it properly. By uh, the way, just so if you guys hear anything in the background, Sean's a day late, classic Sean on his Valentine's Day flowers. 
and uh, <laughs> he's taking the wrapper off the flowers he bought at Loblaws, and you can hear them crinkling <laughs> in the background. Okay, now hey, back listen, to today's they're, episode. <laughs> listen, they're not Loblaws, okay? These are nice flowers. <laughs> they look very nice. You can't see them, but I can. They're they're amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> back to this episode. Oh, sorry, buddy. <laughs> it's funny. Hey, man, we, we're, we're, we're always doubling down on everything we're doing. <laughs> anyways but um the question yeah so what happens is when you are responding to that commission question when you get it uh you should be very confident in your answer when you're doing the response because any kind of hesitation on this one will leave the the door open for them obviously wanted to ask for a discount and um yeah so i just say we charge because you can't there is no industry standard and uh there's no price fixing or that kind of stuff so you can't say like oh we charge what everybody else charges, but I say our standard commission and out here it's seven and three. So I say, yeah, our standard commission is seven and three and includes all the pictures, measurements, marketing. And we split that with the other realtor. So it's 50, 50. And that's just what it costs. And I just keep it super short, super simple. You, you shouldn't need to give a big explanation on it. Like <laughs> when you go to the store and you buy a cart of milk, you know, you're not questioning what it is. It's just, that's the price of the milk. Right. So it's the same as that's the price of the commission. And I find- just, you shouldn't. I find, and, 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 you know, this is a touchy subject, but certain, uh, certain situations will garner a stiffer conversation with commissions than others. Um, one of the things that I've had experience with is somebody, you know, it's a negotiation and you should always be prepared to walk away from any negotiation, whatever the circumstances are. And that's what I've always been taught. I don't need a desperation type of environment where I want the, 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 if they're going to, they're going to nickel and dime you on the commissions right away. What's it going to be like when it comes time to offer time? Number one, number two, I've always had these questions asked to me over the years. And I'm like, I'm like, no, sorry, this is what it is. And this is why. And they're like, Oh, and then we have a, we have the, you know, this, the okay corral stare down who's going for the gun first. And then they're like, Okay, yeah, that sounds good. We'll we'll do that. Okay, great. Now that that's so, and I and listen, I have a lot of listing presents that I walk into. I do get the deals and I get the commission I ask for. However, there are some that I've lost because some other yahoos come in and offered, uh, you know, one percent or 05 percent to get the listing, which is fine. Uh, maybe they're desperate. They have nothing else going on, or they don't value themselves and their work that much to offer that you know you're you're or, yourself right or they they don't give the value for the normal commission like i'll give you a really good example this just happened to me a couple of weeks ago uh i lost the deal to a guy that's funny they, they actually came through our five-day training so obviously they, they say all the same things that we should say yeah and he's a good good agent does a lot of business and um uh i guess he knew he was up against me and he offered lower commission <laughs> basically like like less than half and i didn't and these guys listed with him instead of with me because it probably sounded exactly the same the bitch and um <laughs> right anyways long story short he uh, ended up never selling the property and he kept saying when he wasn't getting showings because he ended up for three months he got no showings wow. uh yeah like literally i think he had like three four showings and no offers so he kept telling him, oh, you know, this isn't really the area of town that I work in and uh, like all these excuses and maybe she had an agent that works closer to the community and I work on the other side of town. I'm like, what's it have to do with anything? Like if you market things properly, like that's not even a thing. Right. 
And uh, so anyways, uh, they brought me back in. And um, so I took over the listing. Well, I didn't take it over. I obviously made a new one. Mm-hmm. So I took over the listing and uh, put it up. And within the first weekend, and it's funny, like we'll talk about price points too, but uh, he priced it wrong by literally $5,000. So he missed everybody's search criteria because he wanted to leave room to negotiate. So he priced it at 205 and everybody was searching for these condos, investment properties for 200 and under. So I listed it at 200, got all the showings, got all the offers, multiple bids, sold it for 205. So I didn't need the 5,000 for negotiating. I got them the extra 5,000 that they were going to give up. And uh, anyways, like so short, when they're asking me to, to do a discount, I said, listen, like you already went with a discount broker and you got discount service. Yeah. I go, I've, I've got a proven track record. I market properties properly. I care about the business. I'm not going to just leave you out to hang once I sign the listing. Um, and that's, that's why I charge what I charge. And after we put the house online and we sold it instantly for 5,000 more than expected, they're like, okay, I get it. I understand why you charge. So you guys just have to have that confidence yourself and make sure that you are going to go that extra mile and you are going to do the best job possible because if you're not, then you should be charging less, <laughs> realistically. Yeah, hundred percent. And and you know, uh, I have. Uh, I'm going to switch a little bit. And that's a great example. Sa- thanks for that story. But I'm going to switch over to uh, dealing with a seller and having a collateral agreement in place. So for those of you that don't know what a collateral agreement is, where where I live and work, if you have a collateral agreement in place with the seller, you have to disclose it. And an example of a collateral agreement is, hey, Mister Seller. Are you going to buy with me as well? Yes, I am, Will. Okay, well, here's a deal. If you buy with me, I will sell your house for a total commission of 3.5% rather than five. And they're like, oh, wow, but you have to buy with me. There's no agreement on the buy side. The agreement's on the listing side. And right now I'm going to have you sign a buyer agency agreement that's going to last for the next 365 days between me and you for the province of Ontario to justify this agreement I have with you of 3.5%. Now I've done that quite a bit in the past, especially with friends and family and people that are referred to me. I have a huge referral network. And if somebody says, Hey, um, I want to buy and sell with you. Great. I'll list your house for 3.5 and I will make money on the buy. Now in the market that I'm in and you're in, uh, that might sound, not sound like a lot of money, but you're, you're not doing a hell of a lot of work because, uh, the properties are selling in fast fashion. Your work yeah. is not is is not the marketing and everything. That goes without saying. Your work's the negotiating and the handling of the multiple offers and making sure that those sellers get the most juice out of the lemon come offer night. That's where your expertise comes in, right? And yeah. depending on where you work, where that house is, that 3.5 can be split up into one and a half and two or two and a half and one. Uh, nothing less than two on the co-op side. So I've done that before and you can get creative with those uh, collateral agreements. The other thing is staging. So when you're talking about staging a property for a seller, you're not, you shouldn't be paying for that. You can't be charging three and a half percent and paying for the staging as well. You offer the staging, Hey, no problem. I'll pay for the stager. I'll pay for the furniture. Uh, However, that's going to be at 5% commission, right? Because you got to justify the cost. And you must always have something in the listing agreement that says, that says 
that if they cancel the agreement, they are yeah, on the hook yeah. for the cost of the staging, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's, it's yeah. funny, you, uh, you were talking about uh, the collateral agreements. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually got one right now in play where we, uh, and here's an interesting one for you, because I'm actually li literally today, I'm dealing with it. Uh, <laughs> same thing. We sold the house and they were going to buy. And uh, I told them what the house would sell for. They wanted to list a hundred grand more than what I said. So we, we listed a hundred grand more. We didn't get it. We got exactly the number I told them <laughs> that we would get, but in their head it was worth more, which is fine. So they're like, well, if we accept this offer, are you going to give us a break of the commission? And I said, no, like, obviously it's, uh, this is like the, the right price. Right. And uh, they said, okay, well, what if we buy with you too? Because they're buying uh, in a different city where I don't normally work, but I am licensed to sell. Mm -hmm. And I said, yeah, like, you know, if you guys want to buy with me, <clears throat> if you want to buy with me, then I'll do this for half, right? So like half the uh, listing commission. So we did the verbal agreement on that one. And that was what we were going to do. And then I called them today to let them know that their house is firm, right? Fully sold. And because uh, we had a long condition period, we had like almost a month condition period because there's a lot of moving parts to this one. And yep. uh, so I called them. And like, oh, we're actually sitting out in front of a house right now that we're looking to buy. I'm like, oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I, go, I go, what about our deal? And like, well, you know, you're just super busy. And uh, we wanted to work with a local agent. Because again, like this is like, like it was like four hours away from where I live. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's not my city whatsoever. Yeah. So now I've got this, you know, kind of call it a conundrum on my hands. But they've also now referred me one person and almost two. And both, both sales are over a million dollars that they referred me. So I'm like, you know, what do I do? Do I hold them to the commission agreement we agreed to? Or does the two referrals kind of cancel out them not using me on the buy side? Clients so, for life, buddy. Clients for yeah. life. Not clients <laughs> that's, for transaction. So it's your, funny. That's, refer that's your the way I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the way I'm leaning. Yeah. yeah spread that it's, collateral it's, it's, agreement. Yeah, but it's interesting you talk about that because it's it's literally right now and it just shows like how dynamic this business is. Oh, yeah. No, listen, I've been doing collateral agreements for 18 years and, uh, you know, they, they're great if if you can make them work. But and, and and listen, it's it definitely can work in your favor if you're sitting at the table with a seller, um, you know, and having that collateral agreement in your back pocket. You don't have to always use it, but it's there if you need to. Um, I, I, something that's really funny and, and surprising is I have never in my life charged anybody 5% commission. Um, I think we make a lot of money as agents and I'm thankful that I've been doing this for a long time and do a lot of volume. And I, I base my work off volume and relationships, not transactions and, and commission percentages. So I have never in my life where I work charged 5%, the highest of any charge any seller, it was four and a half. And so, um, and, and I always do the buy and the selling, but I will tell you this, it might sound like, what are you crazy? You've never charged 5% in the market you're in? No, but I don't pay for marketing. I don't pay for advertising because I do such a good job for the people I work with. They are massive referral sources for me. And that money that I don't charge them on the commission that goes in their pocket has come back to me tenfold. Like it's, 
It's insane. And so uh, I don't, I don't really believe in doing that. There's agents out there. I know like and trust that do it and all the best to them. That's how they run their business. It's not how I run my business. Um, we're going to flip over now. Cause I talked about friends and family. This is a real touchy one. So uh, working with friends and family, let's talk about those commissions. Cause you know, <laughs> it's really interesting. Cause um, I've worked with a lot of my friends and, you know, I'm straight up with them, black and white. They know I can trust me. They know I go to bat for them. They know who I am. It never really comes up for me with the friends um, kind of thing. It's just a mutual respect there. Family, uh, I don't have a lot of family here. Uh, my wife does. I've done a lot of business for my wife's family, and I'm thankful for that. If any of you guys are listening, thank you. Uh, but uh, I, I honestly have dealt with a lot of agents in our group that have dealt with family and there's some horror stories, man. So uh, let's talk about family. Have you did commission discounts, you know, freebie? Like, how do you deal with that? I know how I would answer it. But what, if you had a sister or a brother or a mother, like, obviously, you wouldn't charge your mother. But um, or maybe you would. But, may, you know, <laughs> if you had like a, a family member that says, hey, I want you to sell my house and I don't want you to charge me. Uh, or I don't want you to take anything or maybe 0.5%. How do you answer that? Yeah. It's funny. I've, I've sold my mom's house, my sister's house, my cousin's house. <laughs> so yeah. I've, I've definitely come across this. And uh, yeah, so what I did for, obviously for family, family, um, is my sister, I charged her flat 5000 And my mom, I did it for as little as our brokerage will let us, so 2500 yeah. Is what I charge my mom, and then I mean, I just I made money on the buy side, obviously on those. Yeah. So you know they saved like well over half, like way way over half, uh, on their side, and they get the same great service that I would give them. And you know you have to have the conversation with people that, you know, like you know how lucky are we that this is my business and I can offer you a discount because if you weren't using me, you'd be paying somebody full price, obviously. Yep. And and you don't know what service you're gonna get. I'm, I'm going to give my mom and my sister 12 out of 10. Like there's, there's no questions. Yeah. So yeah, I think like what you guys got to understand is, you know, if let's say you worked at, I don't know, Best Buy or something, right. And you wanted to use your staff discount, you could give it, but you can't give it for free. And same thing. Like if you want to use the say, quote unquote, your staff discount, your services still have a cost. Your time still has a cost. Your, your skill set still has a cost. So even friends and family, you can't do it for zero. No. No, at the end of the day, this is our job. This is our profession, right? Everyone, and it's kind of undermining in a sense to what we do when people say, hey, can you, can you do it for free? It's like, would you fucking work for free for two weeks? You hate getting out of bed to go to your fucking miserable job. We love our job. And you're asking yeah. me to do it for free? What the fuck? No, way. no, no chance. No chance. No. Now, having said that, immediate family, yeah, on, on sale, sure, on buy, there's no kickback. There's nothing. And and I, I, I have no issues. If any of my family are listening to this, extended, my wife's, yeah, I have no interest in doing deals for you on the sell side. But on the buy side, man, the, my boots on the ground are worth every penny they walk on. So, uh, and then, you know, I mentioned kickbacks. Let's, let's transition into kickbacks here. So, you know, how do you deal with a kickback? Because I, I, I had an agent ask, or a, a buyer and a, a buyer seller ask me about kickbacks. Well, we're doing two deals with you. We want some money back. Fuck that. Like, 
Give me your paycheck back. You know, every I'm being a little aggressive here, but every situation is different. And this leads into another point. When somebody you work with has done multiple deals with you and you've made a lot of money off them through multiple deals, obviously there's going to be some form of remuneration between you and that person. And, and, and I even offer it up before they even ask, you know, um, and it's, it's just that I respect because those people are not only doing deals with you, they're referring deals with you. You got to think big picture here. You can't just say no. So here's an example. Last night I got a call from my, my seller who I sold their house and they, uh, when I was with them, I offered to do the collateral agreement three and a half and I make money on the buy. There, the husband said, no, 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 that's too low. I said, okay. He goes, do two. I said, you know what? I'll do 1.75 on the listing side, okay? They had a $3 million property. I was still making a boatload of money. And so, and I was going to make money on, and it was referred. And, you know, it, yeah, everything kind of comes in. I don't want to represent my referrer well and take care of these guys. So I ended up selling the house. And I sold it uh, in three days and I earned a uh, brokerage earned 1.75 commission. We're closing in a couple of weeks and they call me last night and they say, Hey, I noticed on the uh, thing from the lawyer, you're getting paid 1.75. I thought we said one because you were going to do the buy. I said, no, I said one, you said no. And they're like, Oh, we don't remember that. And I'm like, okay, well, this is what happened. I'm not making this up. I don't take advantage of people. And you were referred to me. I'm bending over backwards for you. And she's like, no, no, no. She goes, it was my mistake uh, because I didn't get it in writing. And I'm like, so do you want me to pay for your mistake? How do you want to do this? Because I don't really want to have this conversation with you because I don't really care about the money. I care about the relationship. And I, yeah. she's like, she goes, no, it's okay. I said, I'll tell you what. I said, we're going to split the 0.75 50-50. I'm going to keep the one, but I'm going to split the 0.75 with you 50-50. Is that something you'd be interested in? Actually, you would do that? Absolutely, I would. It's 10 G's. And she's like, okay, write it up and I'll sign it. No problem. Of course, you'll sign it. So I gave her the, the point, point 0.75. We split 50-50. They're going to sell again. They know a lot of people. That's more important to me than what's in front of me right now. Now, you might not be in a position where you're able to be like that. But I don't, I don't care if you are or you're not. You should be thinking that way if you want to survive in this business. Otherwise, you're transactional, right? If I would have had a hard no on her question, I'm transactional. I'm not relationship. I'm not practicing what I preach. Does that make sense? Yeah, you got to work with people, man. And another one too, like just to circle back and to say like, you know, if you're, you're able to do it, obviously you've been in the business for a long time and you've been making good money and stuff. And I know we had a conversation earlier this morning about, uh, uh, you know, when agents are new, uh, they might not have as much money and they might, you know, need to do whatever or they have, have to do stuff to make deals work that maybe agents that, that have more money wouldn't. And, um, you know, a couple points to that one. So like one is like when, when I was, when I was new, I still did the right thing for the clients every time. Cause like at the end of the day, you're, you're building a long time business. You're not doing this for one year. Right. But the other one I hear so many times is agents, um, they want they want to charge like let's say let's say full commission or whatever, and then people are asking for a discount, and they've only sold one house ever, yeah. right? Yeah, you know what I mean. And my response to that one is, you know, and me like my my first year in the business, I did a lot of I did a ton of deals, and uh, I did most of them for probably close to close to half, I would say. 
And what happened is I wasn't workful. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was fumbling my way through so many different situations, right? So what happened is people got a discount to work with me because I was learning. Now I've got hundreds of deals under my belt. I'm not, you know, you learn a little bit off, off every deal, but not to the extent of when you're new. So now people are paying for my experience. Now it's okay for me to be like, no, like we ain't doing deals, right? Right. Yeah. 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 And I think, I think honestly, there's some truth to that for sure. I mean, you don't want to be, you want the experience too, right? Like a lot of people, what they, they fail to, to know to do is they're like, whether it's a lease or a buy or a sell or whatever, if you're new, you want the experience of opening the door and, and, and going through the house and learn and knowing all about the house. Don't be a transactional door opener and then writing the offer and losing the offer or winning the offer. There's something to be said about that experience. So if you are brand new and you got to take a listing and you got to make 0.5% on it, well, you're gaining so much more by the experience of that listing. That's, that's your first, right? If you don't have, if, if you can get more and negotiate more, fantastic. But don't give it up because of oh, 0. 0.5, uh, you know, because nine times out of 10, like you said, you don't know what you don't know. You're not proven yet, right? Yep. And that's why Seriously. a lot of people that are new go on teams because they're in no man's land on uh, in these big box brokerages. And they, they're like, I don't know what to do, uh, which is why we created our amazing collaboration group. Plug! Anyways, <laughs> uh, the, the other thing... We're going to wrap up soon. I don't want this to be a long episode, but uh, one of the things I also want to talk about is how do you, how do you handle commission when you purchase your own deals? Do you, do you collect it if you did a buy or do you remove it from, uh, from the commission uh, co cooperation of co cooperation of confirmation of cooperation of represent? I can't even speak today. Uh, the form <laughs> 320 in Ontario folks for you listening. Uh, do you remove it and put zero there and then justify that off the purchase price? Like, cause you, when you collect your own commission or somebody, your commission on another deal, that's not involving you. Um, you got to pay tax on that. You got to claim it. So uh, that's an interesting one. Have you ever bought something yep. and claimed your own and then take, taken the commission off the buy? Yep. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. I think it depends on the situation. Right. So for example, like the one I did recently is a flip that we're doing. Yeah. And um, it's a flip. And I've got two investors that I'm working with, plus me, all of the money in the deal. On that one, <laughs> I took the commission because there's no point in me giving a discount when those guys are going to benefit a third from it for me doing my job. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I'm going to list it. I'm going to list it for free um, as like, you know, part of the package. But uh, for that one, and then, so uh, in that regard, or let's say you're brand new and you're just starting out and maybe you need a little bit of cash, you could take, you could take the commission and then that puts cash in your pocket versus a discount. And yeah, you got to pay tax on it. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, sometimes you need cash or there's another situation where like a guy on our team, he bought a, a investment property with his brother and they each were putting in uh, about 10 grand each the commission was 9,500 bucks. So he's like, dude, if I do this deal, I'm in for $0 once I get paid, right? So yeah. in, in, those, in those cases, it made sense to take the commission. But if you're flush with cash and you don't need it, it's, it's for sure better to take the discount because you're not gonna pay tax on the discount. 
Yeah. So uh, I want to circle back. I'm going to do a Sean Getty, like the big bus wheel <laughs> circle back. Cause for those listeners out there, you know, Sean, he kind of like, he, he kind of like goes to Alaska before he can get back to Nova Scotia, but I'm going to do that now too. And we're going to go back to when you're listing a property, you have multiple offers and you have five offers, 10 offers coming in. And one of the offers is 0% commission. They're going to not take commission. Now, if you're going to allow that, one thing I would suggest is you, when you're doing your multiple offer pre-email uh, to the to the, all the agents that are coming in, make sure you stipulate whether or not you will or will not accept commission reductions. Because if they will accept them, then they have to disclose that to every other agent. And those people need to also have the ability to reduce their commission. So when I'm doing multiple offers, I always say no commission reductions, right? Because it gets messy. You got five offers and two are the same. Like, yeah, they're going to net the same if the one's lower and one's higher, but just keep it simple, stupid, and say yes or no. Because if you have one, then you got to go and it makes more work for you as a listing agent because you got to notify everybody and disclose it that offer three has zero commission. Oh, shit. Well, how am I supposed to compete with that? That's kind of shitty. Now you're forcing me, who I've been out with and done 10 offers with these guys and had boots on the ground for three months to give up my the stakes I'm going to put in my fridge if I'm successful. So oh. something to think about on uh, on uh, when you're listing on commission uh, kickbacks. So, um, yeah, anyways, th this is a huge topic. We could talk about this till we're blue in the face. The, other, the last thing I want to talk about here today, and this is a short episode, uh, is 1% commission brokerages those discount uh you know you see the signs uh all over the place especially parts of ontario here brampton ontario you know hey whatever somebody else has given you i'll do it for 80 percent less like how desperate are you how good are you as an agent if you're going to go out there and do that so where you guys are do you guys have any of those one percent discount like i'll sell your house for free <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> And it's funny, I, I just ran across one actually. Um, so there's a, it a low commission brokerage and uh, you know they're paying you know maybe 20% of what the commission would be normally, <laughs> way, way less than half. And um, it's as I went to the door and I saw the sign on the yard, I go to obviously my buyer, I'm like, oh, just so you know, like it's a, it's a low commission brokerage. And sometimes people charge like the buyers extra, I won't. So if the deal is, you know, if, it, if I end up making less, I make less, right? If it's the right house. But I say, every time I've come across one of these, and this is my experience, you know, maybe I'll be wrong one day, but so far my experience with dealing with these listings is the houses are often in shambles, right? Yeah. And it just, it's funny, but it just like, um, it just the, the types of listings that attract these type of brokerages and brokers seem to be the, the junk. And it's funny, I, I told her outside as we're going inside, I'm like, hey, listen, it's a low, low commission brokerage. Uh, I get paid less if I do this deal. I got no problem with it. I just giving you a heads up and I don't want to pick apart the house or like you to think I'm picking apart the house because of the commission. And then we walk inside and it's just like stains on the ceiling. All the cupboards are like falling apart and the yard is in horrible shape. And I'm like, yeah, you got like $60,000, dollars of work just to make this presentable. Right. And I, I did, I ripped the house apart, not because of low commission, but because the house was no good. But typically I find job. that those houses I'm doing, yeah, my job. You're doing your job, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's true. Like we have different discount brokerages out here. 
uh, that Fizbo's use, you know, and you deal directly with the seller. I mean, here's an example. I have a friend of mine. He bought a house years ago. It's a horrible story. And it was listed by one of these dot, dot com free, whatever property guys. I don't know what there are purple bricks. Uh, they, they were listed by one of these discount guys. And um, I can't even remember, but it was, you had to call the seller to book a showing. So I call the guy, book a showing. I go in with my buyer. And we had already lost a house on a busier street in this area for like 610,000. Okay. This is a long time ago. And so uh, we go into this house, which is on a way better street, better location. Everything's awesome. And he's got his house for sale for 590,000 because he's got no agent working for him. So we end up doing a home inspection. We put an offer, do a home inspection. I get him down to 570. I'm negotiating with the seller. He, he says, no problem. We do an amendment. We buy for five seventy. Okay. $40,000 less than what the one we lost on was after we were uh, all done. I called the seller. I had to talk to him about something. And I said, by the way, man, I just want to know why you didn't use an agent to sell your house. Well, I needed to keep all the money I could. And I'm like, okay, is something wrong. You okay. Well, I have a medical condition and I need to use that money to buy equipment. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I feel like an ass, right? Because I'm representing my buyer and I'm doing right by them. This guy's not my client. I'm like, bro, the exact same house on a busier street sold last week for 610. And he's like, what? He didn't know. And, I, and that's the problem, right? You get what you pay for. I got paid, by the way. He even paid me the 2.5%. Thank you very much if you're listening. But at the same time, he did hit, he lost money by trying to save money on commissions. Um, yeah, the other thing too is Fizbo's. Uh, you know, I had somebody go in with a Fizbo and try to negotiate commission, and I'm like, why? And he's like, what do you mean, why? I go sell his house for free, sign him up on a BRA and do the buy on him and make money there, and then market the crap out of his house if you're really hurting for listings, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and not only that, putting listings up, listings bring listings. So you know, you don't want to do them for free, obviously, but if you're just starting out, that's a good way to get your name out there. It's going to get some experience with some listings. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, like we have like a part of the guarantee success plan, but it's how to get five deals off every listing. Right. And if you follow the procedures properly, you'll, you'll take that one listing for whatever, but if you turn it into three, four five deals, who cares? Right. You just right. take your business from zero to hundred. Exactly. No, that's, that's great advice. Um, so anyways, we'll, uh, we'll wrap up, uh, here today, uh, cause you and I are both busy guys, by the way, uh, it's February 15th, 2020, as we're recording this launches, February 20, 2022, 2022. 2022. Sorry. Sorry. I, 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 I told you I'm not on today. I'm just like, <laughs> anyways, I think I'm all excited because I took delivery of my model Y performance Ooh. Tesla. Fuck you gas. And, uh, I'm going to be, uh, uh, riding on energy just like you sean and a lot of my other buddies that are listening i'm very very excited and pumped about this um so i'm a little bit uh, off today <laughs> a little bit quirky but um yeah i mean there's a lot of other stuff we could talk about with commissions tons uh if you have any questions reach out to us uh we're on sold school podcast or sold school clubhouse every uh tuesday at 10 a.m eastern 8 a.m uh, mountain and 7 a.m Pacific. Uh, we are here every Wednesday on the Sold stu- Sold School. See, I can't even speak. I'm so excited. I just want to get my car. <laughs> get my car. We're on the Sold School podcast, 
And uh, yeah, this has been great, Sean. Thanks again for uh, stepping in and uh, joining me on this journey. And uh, for all you guys out there scared shitless about talking about commission, don't be. Mm -mm. No, it's it's not a scary subject. Just speak with confidence. Yeah. Be okay to walk away. And I'll end with that. Thanks, brother. (laughs) See you next week. Awesome, buddy.